This Ashley's. one sucks. I usually just... It's just take a nose. This is the one that I always get. Is okay, she talking about her girlfriend or the microphone? I'm unsure. <laughs> could be both. <laughs> be an awkward threesome we don't know about. <laughs> well, now we know about it. Now we know. Hey, hey, how come Lynn's microphone is taller than mine? I mean, shorter than mine. I don't know. if I, The angle kind of curves. <laughs> <laughs> get your ass over there. We're recording already. Okay. Are um, we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gotta do a little bit of editing uh, come on now okay. we can make it easy for you <laughs> yeah <clears throat> okay so we are definitely it's like counting down and everything counting uh up. it's counting up yep 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 that's what it's supposed to do okay that's good it's the gayest part of your day sit back and grab a shout and <clears throat> ladies and gentle queers Folks with an X. Yep. You have heard my story of how I got ghosted by a girl who ended up on my kickball team. (laughs) That girl is here tonight, folks. This is... Oh, that's me. (laughs) I was about to ask who that that was. Who could this bitch possibly be? (laughs) Yeah, that's you. Oh, that's a good lead-in. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Alex from Houston. There are a lot of Alex's in this Ale- circle. Alexandra. Alexandra, yeah. I know. This, is, this has become a problem. Yeah, because mm. I don't follow the rules. Mm. Which is probably why you ghosted me. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't until three months after we started hanging out that I said, hey, you look, did you say you look familiar? Did I No, you that? did. Because we were at the game night that Toby oh, orchestrated and you were like, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I yeah. know who you are. And I was like, uh, I should hope so. We've been friends for three months. <laughs> Hashtag lesbians. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's, not, it's not really ghosting then. It's just more, you know, that was like our, our first hangout online. And then, you know. And then you didn't text me back. That's, okay, maybe that's a little bit like ghosting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, on that note. Yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we can start. <laughs> so today we've got Katie, myself, and I, um, Alexandra. Thank you. And Lynn. Howdy. Is here. Yep. You'll and Ashley is also here, ready to say something. Hi. Okay, great. <laughs> Love the lead. Love that leader. Big moment. Oh my Show gosh. Blew it. Um Alexandra just surprised me here with a pina colada. Pina colada straight from my kitchen. Yep. Um I have no idea what's in it, so I'm not sure if it's a true pina you colada. You made it. I know, but I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I took a sip of it and it didn't send me into anaphylactic shock, so probably not a lot of pineapple. <laughs> a little more a little more on the colada then. <laughs> Coconut cream. It is true. So and sad. that is a <laughs> euphemism. <laughs> not a euphemism. Yeah. Like that's how we measure food in our thirties. It's like, well, it didn't make me sick, so yeah. it probably didn't have these fifteen ingredients mm-hmm. I'm allergic mm-hmm. to. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yes. Yeah, Tell me, do you like it though? Have you had it? It's tasty. Yeah, I, I do like it. And I also really like that it's in this comic book glass. I did pick that for you. <laughs> can, yeah. you can you read what's on the, gra- on the glass? This is Iron Man getting hit by some kind of bullet. And he goes, I can shrug off their shells all day. Mm-hmm. I think that would also work for Ninja Turtles. I think that is a universal yeah, see, life lesson. I only donated the Iron Man glasses to the communal pot. The Ninja Turtle ones are in my room. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to share Ninja Turtles with you bitches. Yes, I support that. As you have your Donatello ponytail right now. 
As my roommate, I am upset by this. Yeah. And I will probably cross the no threshold and go into <gasps> your room. I'm so offended. Yeah. Wait, is that part of the roommate agreement? Yeah, you, or I'm not allowed to enter her room unless I ask her, but now it's... Like a vampire. <laughs> my like my Buffy the Vampire Sayopite class? <laughs> I yes. also have you that have in my that? room. Dude, no, yeah. you don't. Oh, my God. We need to have a pint. We need to have a checklist of, like, yes. gay and lesbian glasses that you must own. We should, mm. once, like, the thrift stores open again, we should oh give my. everyone $5 and be like, go get the yeah. coolest piece of glassware you can find <laughs> and my friends, bring it back. My rugby team and I did that in Nashville. We had a $10 budget, went to, like, this giant thrift store, and we were like, whatever you find at thrift store, thrift store you have to wear to the bars <gasps> yes. that night. It was yes. so much fun. I personally found Budweiser American flag like swim shorts. Yeah, you did. Ah, they were perfect for Nashville. Are those in your room too? Better. No, they're a little too small now. <laughs> I mean, I definitely donated them back to the thrift store. Oh, nice. That's good. You just you just upcycled for a minute. You I upcycled. Great, it was great. So why, why have we not done that? The, well, COVID. Okay. Oh, fair, you know. COVID. Fair, you know. Fair, fair, fair. Sure. We're we're locked in. Okay. But um. Would you say that was worth your $10? Oh, absolutely. Because today, folks, we're talking about budgeting and saving for the future and how to be systematic about your budgeting approach. Mm. Yes. Yeah, well, Lynn doesn't seem that excited about that. Um, was that part of your I'd spending? i about sex. Was that part of your Baby. spending plan? <laughs> <laughs> because it led to sex. So oh, $10 sure. was worth it. I'm sorry. Have we ever had a night that hasn't led to sex with you and a rugby team? Fair. Fair. <laughs> I feel like when rugby, drinking, yeah. multiple women are involved, it always leads to sex. Okay, Lynn I, can't live here anymore because that is our house. <laughs> well, you're not playing rugby, so you're okay. safe. True. You're, fair. you're safe. for that fair. shit now. To be fair, this Nashville trip was last year, so maybe we're not too that old. Too that old? No, listen. That too old? None, too that old. Okay. None of us are that too old. <laughs> that too old. There it is, folks. However, are any of us playing rugby these days? Oh, God. That just makes me hurt thinking yeah. about it. This is why we play kickball. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's the way watered down version. It's of a little less contact. I want you guys to know I played rugby for one day. No. How'd that go? When? Oh, Do you mean Quidditch? <laughs> probably what it was because after one day i was like yeah i can't do this <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm gonna be killed what? in like, two minutes <laughs> i mean it's the it sucks just ashley is it. caressing the microphone mm -hmm. like just ooh. this stand sucks so folks if you know of a better mic stand let us know um, I played rugby in college and I played wing. So basically I was the one on the end that just basically grabbed the ball and ran as far as I could until I got tackled. Like the seeker? <laughs> Is that why you're gay now? Because you don't want to grab the ball anymore? It's oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a euphemism yes. right there, folks. <laughs> no, I totally, like, when I started playing rugby, I thought I was straight. And I was like, I just want to hang out with all the lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean I am one. <laughs> and then like a couple of years later, yeah, no, I, I am a lesbian. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, that didn't work That's, out. Works out for me. <laughs> yeah, it works out for you. Congrats, kid. Thank yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Aww. <sighs> it was only seven story. years ago, Ashley was playing wing. Grabbing um, those balls. Grabbing those balls. Grabbing yeah. Balls. Mm -mm. Did you realize you were gay when everybody was like laying on top of you at the end of that? 
no. The <laughs> <laughs> fact that you had to think about oh, man. <laughs> so, oh, no. No, like when, when, when your head like slams into the ground, <laughs> like you're not really thinking about sex. Really? Really? I don't think, I think that's a little off topic, but you know. Um, oh, right. Finances. Yeah. Finances. Oh, damn it. You guys were supposed to try to out to adult. We're trying to be adult. <laughs> we are. Well, part of being an adult is knowing when to have fun. Yeah. Oh, sure. Thank you. Actually, my legs. <laughs> Lynn will help. Lynn's an engineer. Yeah, Lynn is quite the engineer. Follow us at Out to Adult to get some more information on Lynn. Girl's pretty single, pretty employed. Pretty. Pretty. Yeah, I would say she's pretty. I mean, I'm I'm taken, but she's pretty to my standard. You're still allowed. Of, yeah. Well, you're still allowed to say that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. I did have a crush on Lynn, and I told my partner about it. And yeah, because it was the same night. Yeah. That you both met Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, I think you both had a crush on Lynn. No, she she had a crush on somebody else. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but we, you know, we talked it out. <laughs> I just. I feel uncomfortable watching this. Try it now, Ashley. Hello. That sounds good. Don't touch it. Ooh. Touch well, don't, it. don't touch it. Only touch the top. <laughs> touch it. Touch the tip. Touch it. Just for a minute. Oh. No! Oh! <laughs> oh, my gosh. On next week's episode, <laughs> sexual innuendos. <laughs> okay. Alexandra has yes. an MBA from the Rice University in Texas. College station? Oh no, that's A and M. Let's. You're right. We're very different. Sorry, man. No, we're from California. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. Uh, From Houston. From Houston. Rice University. The Harvard of the South. They call it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't it just be Harvard if it were Harvard? (laughs) Right. It's a little S underneath it. Isn't Yale the Harvard of the South? (laughs) (laughs) Or Emory? I thought that was Emory's. Oh, oh okay. we're just fucking no. with you. That's Virginia Tech, where where do they fall in there? <laughs> They're all the Harvard oh. itself. That's They're true. all the yes. That's true. That's okay. true. Harvard of the South. Um, so the MBA. We'll tr- I don't even know why I'm in this. What it stands for? When we're talking about finances. I'm just like it, no, ma- it stands it's for major badass. That's what it stands <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, major mm-hmm. badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just two years of Excel spreadsheets, finance, and oh. getting excited about numbers and. You know, when I've had a stressful day and I, I come home from from uh, work, I, I like I like to look at finance spreadsheets. I know it's weird. Nerdgasms. I know, I know. I talk about like real estate and you know, mm-hmm, finance mm-hmm. and asset allocation and retirement calculators and dividends. In that voice. Ooh, mm. yeah, it is. It is. I'm like, hey, baby, <laughs> how much earnings did check we... at our annual yield? Yeah. yield. Yeah, look at our year on year. The stock market gained Look at our 1,800 month. points. Do you see yeah. this growth? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that growth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. So <laughs> seriously, I, I get really excited about numbers, finance, and, you know, um, I could talk all day long. I want everybody to be as passionate about finance and saving as I am. Well, and their financial well-being in the yeah. future. Yeah. And just, you know, having the knowledge so that they can, you know, a lot of people are brilliant. But they're brilliant in their area. You know, I've worked with doctors who are absolutely brilliant, but they don't have the time mm-hmm. to look at what they need to know and how to how to organize their finances in a way that's going to help them uh, grow and also know what they're spending. 
you know, you mm-hmm. can make $50,000 a year, you can make three hundred, and you can both have zero at the end of the year. You can be a professional athlete and run out of money by yeah. the time right. that you're done if you don't right. know what's going on. Right. And that's why this Rice University MBA is going to help all of us out. Because, I mean, I honestly don't know much about finance. I mean, you know, I've learned things from my parents. Doesn't mean it's right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then kind of trial by error. Right. Right? Like a lot right. of us. Unfortunately, yeah. That's yeah. that's the uh, going business model, I think, yeah. in America is just, uh, hey, like, college kid, figure it out. Yeah. Good luck. Like my parents don't have a lot of advice on credit scores. You know, mm. that was a... How did you learn about that? I mean, I, I know how I did, but I want to hear your... My ex, actually. Wow. Okay. My, my ex's mom really understood a lot about credit scores and set her up with a credit card uh, under both of their names. And then she was in college. She was only allowed to use the credit card for gas and that's it. So she used the credit card for gas and her mom would pay it off. And by the time my, when my ex and I moved in together after we graduated college, her credit score was like, you know, 1600. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On the SAT. I was like, okay. (laughs) No, it was above 800. Her credit score was above 800 just by doing four years of paying for gas and her mom paying it off. And like, we didn't drive anywhere. So she didn't, buy a lot of gas and like that's the common spend like that's nothing yeah. really so for her, the parent to be and yeah. like think about it i only learned about that from my ex like mm-hmm. i was lucky i feel like to be in that situation where not only did my ex had a mom that understood credit scores and understood the importance of it because you can't get uh an apartment without a credit score my credit score was zero until I was like 26. <laughs> I, you know what same i didn't have a credit score a few years ago when i applied for my house they were like, uh, you don't have credit. Yeah. And I'm like, but I have money. Right. <laughs> I, what's the problem? Like, I have a job and I have money. And like, is it, shouldn't this be a good thing that I don't have debt? No, it was not. Yeah. And like, I lived in Massachusetts where you didn't have to put a deposit. If you're renting a room or like an apartment from an actual person instead of a company, they don't care about a credit check. They right. just care if you can give them the $800 cash every month. Right. Yeah. And that did not work out well for me. Yeah. I mean, it's okay now. Yeah. Four years later. Right. After we stumbled our way through it, Mm -hmm. you know, and some people stumble harder, some people do a lot better. I I feel like mine was a very easy stumble in terms of like, I learned a lot from my ex and her mom. Well, and you lucked out that it was in college. Yeah. You didn't have to wait till Mm -hmm. after college. And so that's why we're here today to try and help anybody who's a little bit younger than us or a little less prepared than us because we all know a little bit of something. Yeah. And, and the one who knows a lot is Alexandra right here. That's oh, right. Gosh. Yeah, right. Dude, you know, I, you guys, fucking listen. <laughs> you That's know, a learn today. When you there's, a, learn there's today. so many take pathways <laughs> that I want to take you guys down, but I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll stay, I'll stay on one. I think the, the major thing first is just taking inventory. Um, you know, really, a lot of people are afraid to look at what they spend because then they'd have to take accountability, and it's a lot easier to just kind of push it off in the future. I don't want to deal with this. I don't, you know, it's fine. I'll, I'll just get the scrub hub today. And, and, you know, once mm-hmm. I catch up, then I'll, you know, it's, it's this feeling that if they can catch up, then they'll find the time to get their life started. But and, now um, isn't that a little bit of an oxymoron though? Because if you're always playing catch up, 
you never will actually be able to catch up. hundred percent. But you know, if you're, if you're trying to stay on top of things, I like to keep think of people's personal lives as kind of a, a business and how they cash flow things is going to give them that mental space to really slow down and, and actually plan the life that they want. And how do you plan the life that you want if you don't know what you have? Huh. Um, you don't know where you want to go. And so, you know, at first I, I, I have the, the clients that I work with take inventory and then, you know, I discuss their goals. But today what I really want to hone in on is um, like creating a spending plan. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is they think spending plan, oh, that's a budget. And that's mm-hmm. not a budget. It's like spending, a savings plan. Yes. Yeah, well, a savings a- and spending. Like mm-hmm. I think what people don't understand is a spending plan is, you know, taking, kind of allocating your your buckets. And I know this is not the most exciting conversation, but we're going to no, make it. No, you guys listen. When you do it in, the, in your sexy voice, though, I really listen. Uh, mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. Let me say it. Asset allocation. Oh, oh I'm listening. Oh. Um, After dark. <laughs> After dark asset allocation. <laughs> Even I'm a little bit flustered now. Okay. Oh, we're all worked um, up. And a spending plan is is about looking at your spending and not saying, oh, I'm only going to spend $80 this month on, you know, eating out. What it's looking at is I'm going to look at what I make per month and I'm going to spend 50% on the needs, housing, um, medical, um, health, things like that. Food. Food. I guess you need food. Sometimes I'm... Is food a need or is that a... Well, depends. (laughs) Depends how you're consuming that food. Sure. (laughs) Sure does. So if you're cooking at home, that is a, a need. Um, if you are grub hubbing to the max extent, that's probably entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. Damn it. But, uh, that's my budget. <laughs> but 30% is entertainment. So it's what you decide. So, you know, my entertainment might be, you know, getting some subscription to The Economist. Ooh, yeah. I say it in your sexy voice. Yeah. Subscription Katie's, to The Economist. Katie's the entertainment, economy. uh, <laughs> probably not suitable for this podcast. It's not. Um, Oh, my entertainment sports jerseys. Yes, well, I think Lynn has about five hundred. So <laughs> yeah, constant one for tickets. every day of the year, five hundred and forty-two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and for twenty twenty, we're going to add two hundred extra days. <laughs> I, I just want you to know that sometimes I go into Lynn's room and she just has these jerseys like hanging, and I was like, "What? They're drying. Yeah, they're drying. I yeah. put them in the dryer. That's no. yeah, good. That's, you know why? That's because why they're, they're an investment, and they need to last as long as they possibly can. And because of that, Megan Rapino jersey <gasps> will be worth <gasps> thousands of dollars. So, Stop talking it. about investments, that's a that's the last bucket. So, we're gonna count that jersey uh, as an investment in the twenty percent bucket. Count it. Don't make yeah. that noise. No, that's a like, solid purchase. It's <laughs> <laughs> a solid purchase, and <laughs> yeah. no one will be taking those off my hands. I don't care how yeah. much you want to pay. No, I'm kidding. But this is a really interesting idea that you bring up. Like, I've never thought about. Um, you know, a spending plan, budget, you know, you said it's not a budget, but a spending plan in terms of percentages instead of dollar amounts. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably where I have gone wrong in the past where I'm like, I'm going to only allocate $80 to Grubhub. And then it's like $420. (laughs) What happened? Well, and then it's like, that's fine. Yeah. You know, like, or you do the $80 because I have this on an app and it's like, it warns me every single month that I've gone over my coffee budget. (laughs) Because I set that coffee budget six years ago at yeah. $20 a month. 
She was building, <laughs> building, gas she was building her credit then, you know. <laughs> that was her $20 charge. Yep. I didn't drink coffee then. Well, now I do. And now I'm like, Matt, 75 bucks? God dang it. <laughs> That's so, Starbucks out. This is, like, I'm, I'm really excited, actually, to hear you talk about this because I've really never thought about finances in terms of percentages. So. No, I think that's a brilliant way to do it. And yeah. now, can you break it down for us? Um, for Am I making it too simple? Sorry. No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. No, we definitely like, still need Alex something? here. Don't you hurt yeah. yeah. I'm okay, done. I got it. Bye, Thanks, guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time. So, yeah. um, so break it down for us, the terminology difference between spending plan and budget. So what kind of mind frame are we, should that's... we be in between budgeting and spending plan. So, so how are we going to flip me, our... To me, I think, you know, you, you got to get more into the emotional side of things. So mm. budgeting seems, it feels heavy. It feels Daunting. like a heavy word, budgeting. Who wants to do that? You know, we, I, I don't want to budget. Budgeting, budgeting. Is, is, yeah. Like I, I, $20 on Uber. I, Fuck you. Wait, who, <laughs> how many Grubhub Grub and Uber, man? Probably both. Let's be real. <laughs> she was Ubering while Grubhubbing. Yeah. Like, entertainment. <laughs> yeah. I was the Grubhub delivery driver <laughs> yes. for myself. <laughs> Um, so spending plan is more, it, it's more attainable. Um, I, I think if we rewind a little bit and we, we talk about, you know, the relationship and, and a lot of times we get in trouble because we, we make emotional purchases. We make a emo- we make decisions in the moment and we don't necessarily see the long-term effects because if you're tired after your long day of work, you know, it sounds great to get a, a 20 or $30 Grubhub delivered and you just plop down on the couch and you're done, but you don't realize that you know if you do that 10 times it's $300 a month you know times 12 you know you're you're net I'm gonna round up a little bit you're almost at $4,000 because you just didn't feel like it you know and so that's it, it you have to set yourself up for success and accountability and that's tough so you know a part of my my job is is setting those metrics and helping you stay accountable to yourself and you have to think holistically right you can't just think one month at a time like breaking it down into one month makes it digestible it makes it attackable right and conquerable rather than just saying let me lay out my next five years plan i can't get grubhub tonight right like that's not oh that's, God, that's not feels so overwhelming i think i think right. day one i would be like well i'm ordering 500 dollars worth of grubhub right yes. now so every, my last yeah. day of grubhub order everything ever ramen noodles from here on out <laughs> so everyone who's cringing right now just take a deep breath we're gonna give you a little <sighs> yeah <laughs> yes oh here, god do we have a little plastic bag for you to, or paper bag to hyperventilate in don't worry i have a beer that's okay. actually hard uh, okay yeah yeah i uh, lost my figure and my money that is great <laughs> and listen if you eat healthy you can save money on the gym membership true true <laughs> lynn's just gonna be running in the corner of her room it's like in place <laughs> i want to be skinny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so, yes, we're going to break it down into one-month chunks so that we can actually make a plan for a daily or weekly spending limit. Yes? Mm. Yeah. So you want to look at, you know, if it, let's make it really simple. If you make $1,000 a month, okay, mm-hmm. I know that that is probably a little bit lower than what everybody's making but let's just make it no we have people simple. all over the place of course and we, and we have people all over the world of course so a thousand dollars a month um i was going by california standards i'm sorry okay <laughs> okay yeah yep, yep. <laughs> yep. you guys oh. california is just uh, so 
500 of it is where you want to be in the range for your food. Excuse me, pause. This is your take home? $1,000 a month? This is your take home. Thank you. So after after taxes, taxes, insurance if you have it. Yes. And that's that's another thing is, is I keep going back is uh, there's a lot of analysis we have to go through that I won't, I won't talk about here that to really get you down to this um, spending plan. Um, But Let's just simplify it for this mm. conversation. It's your take home. So if that, let's say you take home a thousand dollars a month after after right. pay. I mean after your pay, fifty um, percent of that is going to be your needs. Okay, so that is your uh, your your house rent. rent, your food, your transportation, your gas, your car, medical bills, medical bills. It depends. Okay. So medical bills, um, if you have reoccurring debt, that's actually going to be in your 20% pile. Okay, um, but like co-pays? Co-pays, yes. Okay. So you would allocate that into that needs, but you need to be clear with your allocation. That's that's oh. also where you have somebody that's a, like a financial coach that can kind of help you clarify where that fits in. Um, but you want to be clear with, is that part of your needs? Obviously, your, your health is a part of your needs. Send but, your questions uh, to outtoadult at gmail.com and I will make Alexandra answer them. <laughs> and all of the questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, you... you okay, you so can. recurring debt, debt. No matter what it's for, it's debt. Yes, yes. So, so also to kind of go down, I'm going to count your transportation debt is part of your car pay. I'm going to include that debt as your 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 needs. That makes sense okay. because you can't okay. get to work without your transportation. Yes, right. Unless right. you get to work in a different way. How are you getting to work? Walk, Bus, run, bicycle, bike, hitchhike. Uh, hitchhike. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> that last one's a little interesting. Uh, okay, um, but I see what you're saying. Like, if you rely on a car to get to work, that's if part you of rely your on needs. a car, that's so, part of your needs. Yes, if you rely on yes. the bus, that's part of your fifty percent. Right. And okay. no, nobody here relies on a Maserati to get to work, folks. Oh man, oh, man. you know I couldn't do that because as nerdy as this is gonna sound, I it's just such a depreciating asset that yeah. I want to mm. put my money in something that's growing. Yeah, and I I just I get all t- turned on when I say you know asset again yeah yeah we'll we'll do that episode (laughs) okay so we got 50 percent to the needs the needs the needs and if you're unsure what a need is go back um, to second grade and no no, no, (laughs) oh let her speak woman (laughs) sorry you better start that over again it's a little aggressive uh yeah i mean we have different needs but but it's really you know if it's something that you probably would want to provide to your grandmother it's probably a need you know, basic housing, health care. Wheel of Fortune like episode? Wheel of Fortune Alex is Trebek? definitely a need. Okay, that um, makes sense. And then uh, the, the want is things that you want to spend on, but you have the ability to make a decision if you've hit a harder month. If it's the month that you have, um, you need to get new tires. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you, unfortunately, you know how much is in your 30%. You know you have $300 in this allocation. So, unfortunately, you might have to put your wants to a need. And I, that's, you know, not the greatest decision, but, you know, the name of this is Out to Adult, and that's kind of the downside of being an adult is... Statistic. Yeah, yeah. Making adult decisions. But, well, right, but, um, again, like, if you need new tires on your car, that becomes a need. It and does. If you, it's if not you're a recurring over- need. Correct, but if it's over your $500 for that month... 
you're going to need to tap into the 300. That is exactly right. Okay. That is exactly right. And so so that's what it is. Normally, your needs are your fixed costs. You know roughly how much you spend on groceries. You know roughly how much you spend on your gas, um, give or take. So, Rent, you know, mortgage. that's, yeah, those kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So your wants is where you have a little bit of playroom. And I think what happens, um, oh, I'll go to the last bucket first. Okay. The 20% is your student loans, your medical bills, and or your retirement and your, your future future savings. Um, ideally, I'd want that bucket to be bigger, but right now we're just, we're getting our finances in order. Okay. So 20% is a good starting point. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you, you want to tackle that debt. Um, you want to set up, and I'll work with, you know, I can work with strategies on how how which debt you pay down first um how you would allocate um depending upon the length of the the debt repayments depending upon your cash flow you we would talk about what that looks like because you can maximize that repayment so that you have better cash flow mm -hmm. um i know I, I think no 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 I, like <laughs> I think that that's something that uh credit card companies understand very well yeah and not <laughs> enough regular old people so <laughs> that it's you know wah, wah. so it, true. I, I I you know it, it's it's fun for me to it, not to do debt, talk about debt repayment, but you know to talk about cash flow. Right, but that's why like that's why you're here, right? Is that you're right? Credit like Katie, you're right. Credit card companies understand this. They understand how to keep you in debt, right? And we don't always understand how to get ourselves out of debt. But that's why you find a resource like Alexandra here, who's trying to talk to us about this, who mm -hmm. has the knowledge, mm -hmm. who has the education, the experience, right, to deal with this and is also offering services at some point. No, I have. At the moment for this podcast. <laughs> for, the, for the first but, 50 callers. You know, offering first. other paid services. And there are resources out there for people to, you know, you know like Alexandra, for example, to, to help, right? Like... If you're in debt, you're not alone. If you don't know how to budget, if you don't know how to come up with a financial plan, you're not alone. Right. You know. Right. I mean, I'm I'm shameless plug. You can you can see you know finances.fit fit. So it's finances.fit, and you can see, um, you know, I've worked with a wide range of people, some who are have zero or negative net worth, and I've got them to in a positive way, and they they these are not. People, these are not hundred thousand dollars. These are these are people like you and I who are they're working their day to day and they're they're wanting to be able to just make a difference. But I'm gonna do something. Yeah. So if you leave us an iTunes positive review <laughs> and drop us your Instagram <laughs> user tag, I will randomly select five people. Okay. Who get to have time with Alex. Yeah. I would love that. I says I'm so passionate about this. this so is. so follow us on Instagram mm -hmm. at Adult Out and leave us that iTunes subscription or that iTunes comment. Mm -hmm. If you don't have iTunes, get your cousin to leave us one <laughs> and drop <laughs> your Instagram on it. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I I could talk about finances all day long. Um, it's it is ultimately my goal is to have people have knowledge and more awareness and more feeling that they have a little bit more control over their world and what that leads to like i said at the beginning is that final financial freedom meaning yeah. hang on we got a airplane flying overhead folks <laughs> roger that i am from houston so thank I you i know that's why i said it <laughs> that makes sense so where are we we've got 50 percent 
on I'm gonna see if you get this. I'm not gonna help you. Oh, oh, man. This is a pop quiz. This is a pop quiz. You feed me, you liquor me up, <laughs> and then you give me a pop quiz, man. This is so unfair. <laughs> Alright, I should have expected this from you. Okay, so fifty percent on your essentials, basically, like your your date your your fixed expenses, right? Yeah, your needs. We start at twenty percent. Did I get that right? Twenty percent on your wants? Or is it thirty percent? For you we'll say twenty percent and oh. for your for your other one we'll say it's thirty percent. My other what? So we gotta we Oh I for your for your other ones. <laughs> oh my other ones. We got so we Oh got my the, jersey addiction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but those are an investment, so we're fine. That's a different category. That's a different that category. We'll talk about right. later. So we got fifty percent on the needs, thirty percent on the wants, that's entertainment, concerts, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay. Um, ice cream, Grubhub. Traveling. And then twenty percent traveling, yep. And then twenty yes. percent on the investments investments um that's kind of a a, a looser bucket so it's it's your fixed debt like uh, for instance your student loans things like that and also your savings your investments things like that so um go ahead you have a no that's really interesting that something like student loans are in the investments bucket because for me i would think about it as the you know, Dead. fixed lo- the, the fixed crushing debt that we all pay. like. I think of like paying for gas and paying for my student loans as being in the same bucket. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting that you say they're not in the same bucket. So, so for me, they're you know, if you want to put them, you can. But I feel like that just gets so overwhelming because yeah. you don't yeah. see as humans, we need to feel like we're making a dent mm-hmm. into what we're what we're doing. And I, for me, I don't put that in the 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 needs bucket. Yes, you obviously need to pay your student loans, Lynn. <laughs> please pay your student loans. Please, please. Um, also. Um, I can see how student loans would be an investment because even though you had already gone to school, it's in the past, right? Like your education right. is an investment in your future. Even just changing the language on that mm-hmm. instead of it's mm-hmm. like, well, fuck, I have to pay this. Yeah. Right. To like, no, this was, is an investment in my future. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's kind of what you said. And it takes that mental load, the mental burden. And you know where to put it. it. Like you yeah. put like a lot of times we just, if we have too much information floating around in our heads and we don't put it in a space um, to, to adequately take care of it, then we tend to spend a lot more energy trying to organize our brains than we do figuring out the dis- why we make decisions and our emotions around the decisions. Mm-hmm. So I would say that, you know, the bucket isn't necessarily investments in investments and our long term and our debt, you know, combined. But what it is, is you want to make sure that the investments you're making and the savings plan that you have is offsetting some of the loans that you're paying. And you want to make sure that you've structured it correctly so that you can you can a a, maximize the most tax benefits. Yeah, I know. Taxes. Mm. There we go. We get the Mm. voice. Mm. Yeah. Um, And it's really the key to financial success (laughs) is just say everything in a really sexy voice and it suddenly doesn't (laughs) suck anymore. Taxes. Taxes. Or it sucks more. (laughs) Exactly. I I was like, oh, I don't know if this is appropriate to make this joke right here. Um, Sorry. I I interrupted you. Please. No, no. Ultimately, it's, it's accountability. And if you're mm. just starting out and you have a hard time being self-accountable, you you wanna you wanna figure out whether it's a family friend, somebody you trust, uh, your mom, your dad, siblings, or an outside person. Um, you wanna figure out somebody that's trusted that can keep you accountable. And then once you have those habits built in, <coughs> no. Speaking of budgets, um, the pint of ice cream that Katie wanted would have been like fifteen dollars. <laughs> Not if I'd it. ordered it on Inst- or on um, Postmates, yeah. Mm, yeah, 
So we decided we didn't need it. Don't need it. <laughs> so, so in all seriousness, like I know you guys are being funny, but why did you make that decision? Even though you wanted it, why did you make the decision not to do it? Because if we went to 7-Eleven right now, we could get it for like four fifty. Mm-hmm. So I was just gonna say it's three times the price. So yeah. I'm, I'm someone who like, if I see that this is four dollars usually, and now it's six dollars, I'm like, well, fuck that. <laughs> That's a 50% that's a huge markup. Are you, are you, are you that asshole that me? goes to the bar and you're like, five fifty for a Bud Light. I am out. No, girl, it's cider. Two rivers. <laughs> <laughs> are wait, uh, wait, are you on the gluten-free team too? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I'm a cider person. Okay. I like my drinks cold and fruity. Mm, yeah. I just yeah. like your women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my, mm-hmm. I like my drinks just so I like my men. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Flat oh, and quiet. Cool. Yes. <laughs> I had this great pride shirt that I used to wear every year to San Francisco Pride that uh, a friend of mine made. In the front of the shirt said, I like my men how I like my coffee. And the back of the shirt said, nowhere near my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I was like, that's only appropriately true sometimes. But I was like, this, did it have the McDonald's logo way on it? too funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's just way too funny to not wear. You know? That is. Did awesome. you? Do you still have worth you, the investment? I still yeah, I have it. I was gonna say, mm. yeah. For every year I have it, I mark a dollar off what I paid. Dollar <laughs> fifty. Depreciating assets. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Lynn's, <laughs> Lynn's net worth is actually going down now that she owns this shirt. Oh no. Oh it's no. Like, that Pinot jersey is going up though. It's oh, offsetting yeah. it. I know. So it's my Inescu jersey, dude. Her Oregon jerseys right now on Poshmark three hundred and twenty dollars. And what'd you pay for that? Like a 60. cool 70? But you know what I did? I sat there on the WNBA store like a champ, like a lesbian champ. Yep. They sold out and I waited, refresh, 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 refresh. And then they came back in stock and I was like, buy, buy two so I can sell one. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is you are spending your time very valuably. Like she made money. <laughs> Investments. I, can I just tell you something? Here's how I accidentally made money or will make money. I bought a pool is that the pool so i bought a i bought everybody here thinks that i have a facebook market addiction you facebook do. it's true it, okay yeah. it's true we we were um at a little socially <laughs> you distant. think you're here for a podcast but this is really an intervention this is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, your, i see what's going on here your accountants in the back yeah. room yeah your accountants <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, Alexandra, you can't write all this stuff up. It's not a business expense. <laughs> I thought her name was Alex this whole time. <laughs> so we're having this barbecue out back, and Alexandra comes out of the house, and she's like, just so you know, and announces it to everyone, just so you know, everything in this backyard was bought off Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> because I'm not going to spend full price on something that I could definitely get for like a for 20%. Well, like, and what's also fantastic is we all live in the same town. So we see every time you post something on the neighborhood marketplace. We all get a notification that says, Alex just posted this thing. Alex just made an offer on this thing. Oh, y'all know when I make an offer? No. Oh, God. Okay. Whew. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and delete my Facebook history okay. on things. So the pool. Wait, where were we? Okay, yeah. the pool. So I bought this, this stellar, stellar above ground pool it's great 16 by nine foot pool Mm -hmm. and uh i spent a solid 300 dollars on it which i at the time it is nothing was told was way too much money to spend on a pool uh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was like too much money and i was like nope it's the girlfriend i saw Mm -hmm. it on amazon 
even though it was new in the box, for $3,500. And no. I posted it for fun here for 1000 bucks, just because I just wanted to see So what... paid 300 posted po- it for $1,000. I, 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 if I wanted to, I, did, I didn't. If I wanted to, people were bidding me up above 1000 I, I think I got 120 inquiries in, awesome. in less than a day, which oh, is, um, in, you know, who knows what the next commodity is going to be. Yeah. You never know. Everybody go run and stack up on these pools, man. <laughs> Actually, it's too late. Don't do that. Yeah. You're going to be late. Actually, go stack up on Beanie Babies. That's definitely still yeah. good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Happy uh, uh, What'd you say? So I got some if you want to buy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't anymore. My you have the tag protectors? Because no. if the tag's not protected, it it's money. not. Uh, it's not worth okay. it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. We're off. We're off track. We're so off track. Wait, I have. What are we talking about? <laughs> I'll c- I have a confession. Yeah. Okay. Tell me. So I have. It started as an accident. <laughs> it's, are um, we talking about your birth story or <laughs> you, <laughs> girl? A lot of other episodes. <laughs> uh, so I have a quite a collection of. Funko Pop dolls. Okay. <laughs> so what? What are those? Please, please don't spit onto the microphone. Onto <laughs> Just like turn investment. your head, turn a little. Audio gear. <laughs> Not onto my box. So whoa, whoa. Not onto your box? My recording box. Okay. Okay. Oh. That kind <laughs> is not really on limits for, for Lynn. <laughs> so uh, a few years ago, my brother got me a pop doll from his comic book store. He doesn't own it. He just shops there. And he's like, oh, hey, I saw this and I thought of you and I got it for you. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. So I put it on my shelf. Well, and then my birthday rolls around. And so I got two more from him. And then by Christmas, everyone thought that I am collecting pop dolls. (laughs) And so I got more for Christmas. (laughs) And so now every year for my Christmas and birthday, I get a couple. And like I have some that are pretty cool. But now in my new house, I really do not have anywhere to put them. (laughs) And they're just in my garage right now waiting for me to stop being lazy and stop editing my podcast and put up a shelf. But is like, this the this shelf is... you've been talking about? No, no, no. I did that one in the garage. Okay. No, okay. I built the garage shelf. I didn't, okay. build, I didn't build the bedroom shelf yet. Oh, You're going to put these different. in your bedroom? Well, I mean. <laughs> 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 well, that's going to be a mood killer. Yikes. <laughs> Someone's going to want to sleep with you with all these tiny little oh. eyeballs staring down at you. You're definitely going to have to come see me for some financial advice because you're going to definitely need it to get and the ladies. Ah, touche. So, yeah, right now they're in my garage. and I'm, But some of them are actually worth money. Yeah. How do you know this? People I collect do. them. They're like collectibles uh, if you have certain yeah. things. Yeah. I've they, been to San Diego Comic-Con. I have mm-hmm. two, two dolls. I have a Thor doll that's a girl. That what? was that's was like a New York Comic Con special. Oh, and they only she made for it. Yeah, I have a $7. Stan Lee San Diego Comic Con oh, edition. That's expensive. Is yeah, it, is it bad that I I don't know a what you guys are talking about and b I just think of sex dolls and I'm I feel I I don't know. I mean, well, if you want to talk about our collection of sex dolls, we can <laughs> yeah. do that too. I, that's on the other shelf. Talk about a value that always keeps giving. <laughs> <laughs> but what I like about what you're saying about this is like, if you think about these Funko doll pop, whatever, whatever fuck they're called, as an investment, you limit yourself mm-hmm. to only 20%, right? Of your buckets. Right. Well, and hopefully really... not 20% because you <laughs> no, need no, no, to no. And really, allocate yeah. those assets Girl, I only room. buy them when they're on sale. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, and really, <laughs> or their presence. <laughs> But at least never there's a limit, right? So you should do other investments, right? Like stock market, Roth IRAs, oh, I mean, God. 401ks. I got I all know. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pools, backyard pools. I don't have a pool yet. Also, do you need to like take into account the square footage of your house these take out? <gasps> yeah. How big are I've these? I've never thought of that. Yeah. See, Katie's just saving up so you can buy another house for these dolls. Okay. Yeah. That's well, a, doll. yeah, a tiny That's house. A tiny <laughs> house. They probably take up like that amount of space that's a katie which she is pointing to <laughs> oh boy what she is pointing to are like three grown men standing against the wall <laughs> shoulder to shoulder next to each other let's say six feet tall like um, a bookshelf this is wider than a bookshelf but like only one layer Just deep it's not like i'm stacking them like 18 inches deep oh that's another podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh, but but here's my question. Yeah. I, I if if you came and we were talking about a financial plan, I would probably steer you away from buying more of these. <laughs> so so, I, so the spending has stopped. Okay. 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 As soon as I moved into this house, and I was like, I don't have a shelf because my last house I had a great shelf. So if you put up a shelf, would you buy more of these? <laughs> uh, you know, I would try not to. You would try not to. So. But I have the Amazon app on my phone. Delete yeah. that right now. Every so often, I do look over and she's looking up pop dolls on amazon and oh, then i just mentioned out. all of the pop dolls she has in the garage mm -hmm. and then it stops oh i oh. i i'm flabbergasted right now <laughs> i just your I, first piece of financial advice yeah folks. i have like an <laughs> ursula with glittery tentacles that's kind of dope i i you know i don't right even sure. yeah, yeah, on this just, desk. <laughs> i need to look these up i i feel they're weird Ashley? dude they're just weird don't yeah I yeah, can, Ashley, can you show me a picture of these? I just really want to see that what this is. So, okay, this is. I it's mean, it's like a hobby. Yeah, is it, it can't even be classified as a hobby. So, so, so here's. So maybe you should classify so hobbies as, want as a and not want, exactly, exactly. Oh, so oh, sure. So, so I have thirty percent is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, goodness, these are creepy, man, creepy. Yeah. Wow, so I'm seeing these listed for eight ninety nine. Mm -hmm. um, I've never paid higher than seven. Okay, <laughs> so 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 that's you. You brought up an interesting point. Yeah. So a lot of us play mental gymnastics Ugh. based on what we're feeling at the time. So we might allot something as a a a a, need, a want, and then it's the next month we'll be like, but I really need this. Mm, and so cocaine. from the beginning, <laughs> you know, you probably can't write that off. So I would probably not spend on that. Also, this is what you get when you give me a pina colada. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but is it good? One. It is good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got to be clear with what you what your intention is, and and I and I know that's that's kind of a sexy way to say you have to be accountable to yourself but um if you put it in the wants category you can't flip-flop it. It, it it's mm. it's one or the other so how would we go about planning that we start off with an assessment of what we spend our money on currently yeah so so you 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 know lynn and i were talking about this you you want to have a plan of action because you never know when life becomes uncertain and life is certainly uncertain i sure. mean that is you know the, the hallmark of things <laughs> um like that was uncertain just then. It, it <laughs> um 
So what you want to do is if you have a plan, especially with the 20% allocation, I mean, 20% kind of investment in savings, you would have a little bit of a cushion if COVID hit and you, for instance, had to wait between your um, job, you lost your job and you had to wait between, between that and your unemployment, mm-hmm. you actually would have a plan. Or mm-hmm. if you had a mental health crisis and you needed help in terms of um, how to organize your finances, it's already done for you, you know, and that's, that's, that's pretty set. So you, you want to take inventory of your spending. And I know it can be scary. You want to look at your credit cards. You want to look at your cash. You want to look at your bank account. Um, you want to look at your Venmo. You want to look at your PayPal. Mm-hmm. You know, those, everything counts. If, if you can't see it, a lot of people think, well, if I don't look at it, it doesn't exist. Um, no, yeah. no. Unfortunately, yeah, no. that's, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, trust me, I've, I've, I have been there where I have made decisions out of emotions and um, I've started two companies and one has failed and I made decisions out of emotions instead of making these allocations. And so I'm, I'm speaking from true experience of, you know, you need to make sure that you assess what you spend, what is truly a need your housing um and like i said if you go to um the website you can i'll give you a it'll have a list of exactly what goes in each of these buckets and you can you can download it and and fill it in for yourself it will already be auto-populated so you can say if i make you know uh two thousand dollars after taxes you know what can i really spend Mm -hmm. and how how do i want to allocate it and then you can play around with it and i'm also hearing that we should make this spending plan when we're in a solid mental state, maybe not in the middle of a depression or an anxiety. <laughs> you know, you can do it in the middle of that, but it definitely takes more work. So I would advise that you need to really have somebody who can, who knows you well enough to, to be a, account, held you accountable. Okay. And you know, know what's realistic. And know what's real. Yeah. Because if you put too much pressure on yourself, um, you're just going to make the problem worse. Um, and, and, you know, I, I'm somebody that has struggled with depression and anxiety and I, I from my own personal experience, I know that it was easier to manage my funds when I had the plan already set. Yeah. Um and just mm-hmm. like practicing anything else, right? Like if you I don't know, professional athletes, right? Practice yeah. soccer players practice free kicks all the time, right? Penalty kicks mm-hmm. over and over and over until they could do it in their sleep or free throws as a basketball player. It's just, it's, it sounds think- like the same thing, right? You right. practice your budget until you really can do it in your sleep until you're but really, remember, budgeting you're is planning, your spending, spending plan. Because <sighs> spending plan. Spending I plan. It wrong. It's, it's not it, wrong. It's not wrong. I just, I want you to have that more of a positive. Well, it's important though. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an important distinction between a budget which is heavy and overbearing and a spending plan and a budget sounds limiting right it sounds like you're not allowed to spend more than a certain budget right whereas a spending plan sounds freeing because you are allowed to spend Mm -hmm. you just spend it in the appropriate buckets it's in the buckets so you know you're you're confined yeah yeah Yeah. i mean i've even i've even worked with clients where I, i literally had them take out three mason jars and put the cash in the mason jars and when they went to go pay their bills they would remove the cash from that jar mm-hmm. and and you know that was their rent was x number of dollars they would t- you know if let's say the rent was five hundred dollars they would take that out so they could see um what that looks like so ashley does this um in the digital age <laughs> when, i mean 1950s is it, is it right. here the, those mason jars 
Uh, yeah, so I have probably, according to most people, like way too many um, banking accounts. Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed. I have two savings accounts, two checking accounts, and a prepaid debit card. But the way I use it is like my check gets deposited and the amount that I need for my fixed expenses gets immediately removed and put into a, like an account that I can't touch other than for bill payment. For those fixed expenses. Right. Yes? Yes. Okay. Um, I also transfer a certain amount to like my um, emergency savings account, which I should not touch unless I have like one of those expenses, like my tires all blow out and I need tires that month. Um, and then like I determine like a certain amount like per month that I'm allowed to spend on whatever I want. For me, like the like breaking down, like I can have $30 for coffee, I can have $50 for restaurants. Um, that never like worked that well for me. So I kind of just group it all together with like discretionary spending, like what I can spend it on whatever I want, but I only get a certain number of dollars per week into a prepaid debit card and I can use that prepaid debit card to like buy whatever I want on whatever I think is important at the moment. But once that prepaid debit card runs out, like I can't tap into any of my other um, checking accounts or savings accounts. Yeah, so it's basically like the mason jars, except like I don't have to keep track of physical things, which <laughs> with Millennial a cat, banking. With just a cat <laughs> and multiple, just those multiple. five credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, actually you, like it's, you, you are making, you're proving my point and I, I mm -hmm. thank you. Actually, um, while we were sitting here, um, if you saw me on my phone earlier, I was doing like calculations and I actually, like I calculated out by day and I upped my daily savings number from 23 to 33 based Whoa. on your Whoa. percentages i was like okay so like based on her percentages my savings number is low so i i just upped it I am yes here we go yes. folks yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea how amazing that makes me oh, she's like, gonna get her sexy is, voice out yes. yeah watch out i'm a natural sexy <laughs> voice right there yeah. too that was not even for us mm -hmm. yeah. you watch yourself yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh ashley you're getting more attractive by the second okay <laughs> that is really it's Kind of interesting when you break it down uh, kind of in different, 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 different ways. Wait, like different ways, right? It's it's like by day, by week, by month, by year. Mm -hmm. And it, it's like it kind of all just naturally has to fit together. There's not really like a strict like, oh, if I go over my budget in a day, like table flip, I, you know, <laughs> right? you know, right. I've, I've messed it up for the year. Like it's kind of the same thing when you are trying to lose weight and you're calorie mm -hmm. counting, it's like, yeah, you need to do it by day, but really what counts is by month, right? And you can course correct, right? Yeah, and it's, and it's okay to forgive yourself and yes. it's okay to try again the next day. Mm -hmm. And, like. and what's but, your goal? I mean, what mm -hmm. is the goal that you're working towards? It's not just, I think retirement is this arbitrary time that people think that there's frolicking in the ocean um, and like, you know. Especially for millennials <laughs> like, and anyone younger than us. Yeah. What it's is not, that? You yeah. know, that's that's not, yeah. I think it's it's the goal. What do you want? Right. And we we talked about this a little bit earlier mm -hmm. in the day when we were we were grilling in the backyard. It's okay. fabulous. Katie's <laughs> working on her perfect burger recipe. <laughs> it was delicious. Um, but we yeah, were talking about, you know, what are some of the obstacles that are in the way from achieving success at this, you know? And we talked about, I mean, there are obvious things like, you know, maybe you don't really make enough money to just cover basic expenses. I mean, we talked yes. about 
what else? You know, if you are a millennial of a certain age, you went through the recession and you might feel a little bitter about mm-hmm. buying a house mm-hmm. or, you know, saving all your money for retirement because you don't believe it will ever come. Right. There, I know people who have opted out of Social Security when they can because they don't believe it's going to be there when... Yeah. when they retire and that's completely valid that's a totally valid fear it's va- yeah it's a valid fear but we also still have to plan for it now right well i don't i my goal is i want people to go towards something not an away from something and i mm-hmm. think if you make your life decisions as an away from fear i, I don't want to go there i don't want to mm-hmm. have to be stuck i don't want to instead of a towards i want freedom to make a choice i want freedom how i spend my time i want freedom to work part time so the, the although minute word distinction is really really pivotal in in paramount in reaching your destination mm-hmm. because that's, one yeah. looks backwards and one looks forwards yep. and that's so that's great yeah I, that's an awesome way to think about it you know like I want to work part time eventually instead of I want to retire right you know, like right. what yeah. do you want that, that's yeah, the it's goal like, well, it's yeah not, what do you want that's like what what do you want. You like know? when you're driving, you don't constantly look in the rearview mirror. Right. You <laughs> only ever look in the rearview mirror for adjustments. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. And see where you've been. To see where you've been. Yeah. Yeah. And to see, you know, sometimes sure sometimes we have in the next life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, kids, don't text and drive because that's text and drive. <laughs> that'll screw you up. Yeah. Mm-mm. And texting. Here's the thing, and I, I know this metaphor is is probably we've you know gotten to the end of this but texting is kind of like making those emotional decisions in the moment you know you're not looking at where you're going you're doing what you want in the moment your eyes are off the road and what it is is that you really want to figure out what it is that you want and if you don't know that's okay Mm -hmm. but let's get you on a plan so that you can feel in control so that you have that mental space to to have that space to think about what you want and what is also cool is if you have a plan and you've gone six weeks, two months, six months, a year, right? You get to a certain point where you're like, oh my gosh, this has worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have more money than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. I have more money than I've ever been used to. Look at, I might have a cushion to go on a trip. Right. Yeah. Or to spend a little bit more money on this or to go to a fancy dinner or what have you. Yeah. Right. And that is kind of where we should all be going mm-hmm. is we should all be aiming towards the next step that we can achieve. Right. Or you have that, co- or you have a, a place for breathing room if COVID hits. You, the right. unexpected is having that breathing room for the unexpected is is um, not enough people talk about that what what the stress reliever that is by having just a little bit of a cushion. Mm-hmm. It yeah. makes a but, world of difference. Yeah, but it's a, it's uh, kind of what we're saying here is like turning this financial plan into a habit right Mm -hmm. it's a practice like Mm it it's not easy at first and you don't really you don't always necessarily see the benefits day to day or even just after a month but maybe after six months you start to see the benefits maybe after a year you really Mm -hmm. start to and by then you're so used to just putting ten dollars a day away not necessarily you're not literally but yeah you know what it comes out to by having these buckets that you talk about um, you know, eventually it just becomes a habit where you don't know anything else other than doing this, which is really important. And, you know, I do think it's important to talk to, okay, I was going to say talk to other people, but I want to say this a little bit more with emotion okay. to fucking talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
fucking talk about finances. Talk about money. Talk about your struggles. Talk about the things that hold you back yep. from doing the things you want to do. From from having a savings account. From having a financial plan. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Talk to people. I think it is there is a little bit more of a stigma about talking about your finances and your salaries and things like that and you don't necessarily have to talk about your salary but you can talk about financial strategies right Right. like i fucking live with this girl alexandra and we've never talked about financial strategies before well because it's supposed to be a taboo subject that you don't talk about right but you're not supposed to we need to how else are we gonna learn you know it's it's like taboo like sex religion whatever blah 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 but how else are you supposed to learn like when you start talking about these things or mental health you Mm -hmm. know a lot of people suffer from like you know struggle with mental health issues and if you don't talk about it you're never going to learn like financial this is something we all deal with like Mm -hmm. it's really important to talk about it and some people can have little tricks like Ashley. None of us knew she did that. Yeah. Right. Until we like just Ashley. happened to be talking about that it today. That is the coolest yeah. thing. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go throw away those mason jars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was But also, <laughs> you know, you already had a plan that seemed to work for you by Alexandra talking about what she did. You suddenly just got on your phone and changed what you were doing, you know, and it and it doesn't mean that you would keep that strategy, but I bet in the future you would talk to someone about it talk to her you know talk to alexandra again about it be like hey you know i'm not really comfortable with this percentage or something what is it what is about this what what don't mm-hmm. i what what do i need to do mm-hmm. what am i uncomfortable are these in the right buckets right right is this in the right bucket and, I don't and, and i got a raise what do i do now yeah like oh. do i do i adjust my my living oh, like mm-hmm. and then you don't realize you got that raise and then my boss um i got a raise a while back and he's like i'm gonna tell you what i tell all my children don't change your spending mm-hmm. and increase what you're putting away into retirement uh-huh. so that you don't notice a difference. Like you should not notice a difference in your income until your next raise. Then right. maybe you can change it a little. Mm-hmm. Like, interesting. Like, yeah. Oh, right. That's, that's, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, I know that we don't necessarily have time in this one, but you know, again, I have to add, put an asterisk, you know, I'm not a, a financial advice. I'm not, you know, giving you financial advice on financial exactly advice. what to do. Um, but I can, I can help set up your finances. I just can't give you like exact advice of what to invest in. But yeah, sure. in, in, in investing, understanding how you're diversified can help you with that savings, you know, can help you. It, when you see things growing because you're diversified, you want to save more. And I don't mm-hmm. mean that you're saving. I just, like Lynn said, $5 a day, $10 a day. Yeah. This is, you know, don't go buy a, a Coke from, you know, the corner store you know or don't go go out to dinner once less a week or or something like that Mm -hmm. and those little changes the once less a week the twice less a week changes really do add up and they'll add up a lot faster if you're actually keeping track of them right (laughs) like you're gonna see the benefits sooner it's the just noticeable difference i mean that's it's you don't realize it until you you, i'm a math nerd you just kind of see that curve Mm -hmm. and you know just just like your investments you know you might not see that difference in the first few years but man you get later on in those years and it's it's getting higher yeah it's growing it's growing (laughs) it's curving upwards so um but 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 in all, all jokes aside you know it's it's getting down to your emotions, your spending, understanding what you, how you're spending and how to allocate it in a way where you feel like you have a little bit more management about it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and then setting up metrics that you can meet. Um, and we, you know, today we won't go into those, but you know, there's metrics you can, you can kind of hone in and hone in on. Apparently I can't speak. But you just um, hit the nail on the head. I think, um, when you talked about manageable, like if you do not think that your finances are manageable right now, you are the person who needs to stop and write it down and mm-hmm. figure out these buckets for yourself yep. and it will help you immeasurably. I mean, if I could give that, like you said, one piece of advice is just if you feel overwhelmed, ask a friend, um, mm-hmm. go online, um, you know, find somebody that you can talk about this with and ask questions to, but take the time to look at this, you know, the hour that it'll take or <clears throat> excuse me, the 30 minutes or, or whatever time you need will be life changing. Um, even if it's scary. Remember, yep. we talked about yep. go, going towards what you want, not away from. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we met, we talked about well, finances for we? like an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, I gotta go. Really, you don't remember any of this? <laughs> yeah. It's because I was so enamored with her. I just, you no, know. stop it. <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a review. Please share us. Let your friends know about us. Let your gay people know about us. Um, and we'll just keep growing this awesome family that we got. Yeah, love you guys. All right, thanks for joining us. That was on Twitter. (laughs) So it was up, it was up. Yeah. Yeah. The moderators are a mess, so excuse us for this rest as they get their shit together. Okay, so the recording button is back on. Yes. We we thought we were done, and we were just wrapping it up in the just post make, game. Making work for Katie here. That's fine. Um, and the is fan okay? is going on. Yeah, I think is that going to be too loud for everybody? You know, I think it'll be fine. I can maybe well, cut it out. It's, it's fine. So we were talking about, um, like, I have friends who say they don't know how to make a budget. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You make a budget, and then you do it. Yeah. You, like, what what's to figure out? Except for that I'm cheap, so yeah. it's easy for me, right? And it's like, oh, you just don't get that coffee. Right. No, no, no. What if that's what makes them happy? But, okay, and see, this is what clicked for me when you said that, and I know I always relate things back to, like, sex or sports. Like, I'm very sorry. Listen, we're making connections in the <laughs> right. things so, that to mean what the most makes to sense us. in my brain. <laughs> that's right? how I'm going to explain anything else from now on, Lynn, <laughs> yeah. is sex, sex or sports. sports and sex. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yep. But... That checks out. So, like, I, and I think this is because this rings true for a lot of people. Like, how many people out there have tried to go on a diet and it didn't stick? Yeah. And it's not necessarily because the diet didn't work. It's just that the diet didn't work for them. And I think what resonates for me with what Alexandra is saying is it's not about $20 a month for coffee. It's more about percentages. Mm-hmm. And I think once you, like... Once you find the right way to define a budget or not a budget, but spending. a spending plan, right? <laughs> yeah. Once you find the right way to define how you want to spend your money in a way that sticks, right? Just like a diet, just like I want to organize my life. Mm-hmm. You need the right way to do it or an exercise plan, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to go out there and join like a crazy Spartan expert level CrossFit gym yeah. if you want to find an exercise plan or a diet, right? You're going to start off slow. You're going to find something that works for you, right? Mm-hmm. And something I feel like putting it into these percentage buckets is something that is much more manageable. It's more palatable. Yes. It's something a little bit easier to understand. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
you have the flexibility that if you want to spend a little bit more on coffee, you can, but you need to take away from something right. else. Yes. Right. right. And, and so it's like, it's allowing your plan to grow with you over time. It's and like the Weight Watchers pick your points. Yes. yes. Same yes. thing. It's exactly And it. understanding what goes in the bucket. Like with Weight Watchers, you know, like there's carbs and fat. This is like what goes in each of, what goes in each of the mm-hmm. buckets. You know, yeah. what... And, and like I said, you know, I'll have an Excel, I have an Excel spreadsheet for you to download and say, okay, this is what's in this bucket. This is how I'm going to be allocating for me. Mm-hmm. And if you want to move something to the other bucket, it, it is flexible. It's just, you want to stay within that threshold. So like you said, if you move something to the wants bucket, you know, you, you got to move something else. You can't, yeah. you got to move it around. And I feel like the, with like the percentages, like it teaches you about budgeting in more of like a natural consequences type of way, like where like you teach kids about like going to bed on time because you make them wake up at the same time and they realize that they're tired or when they don't go to bed on time. It's Hmm. like you learn that if you spend all of your discretionary money on coffee, then you have no money for Grubhub and it kind of like helps you. <laughs> and that's a Travis yeah. reel. Like by, by experiencing those natural consequences of like, if I spend all of this bucket on one thing, like what happens to the rest of my month? Like it helps you course correct and like figure out like which things are important to you and what do you want, re- mm-hmm. what do you really want to be spending on which things? And that's an immediate result, right? It's not this retirement plan that we're saving up for someday maybe it's something we can see right now on our bank statements or on any of these apps that we have to track our spending damn i just realized we should have tried your excel spreadsheet yeah to bring it into this yeah Uh, next time next time next time well we should do like a mini episode on how to assess yeah what yeah we should we can definitely do that follow up yeah Yeah, like next 20 minute episode or something i I say let's do that because i i really this is something that i just want everybody to to have access to i i want i want people to understand and and you know you can get as minute or as grand as you want and some people really just want the high level big picture and some people Mm -hmm. want to the t detailed subcategories and 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 this will work for both yeah that's good that's no you should definitely do a follow-up thing that maybe you could piece together i mean i know it's a lot of work for you but because i'm sure i'll have questions like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing with this why don't you send us the excel sheet so we can all play with it and have real questions for you okay Uh, okay he'll do that for mm -hmm. you yeah because you know have some real people right i mean real, real, real finances i've i've I, some real life finances great you know the the people that i've worked with it's it's the run of the gamut you know people who are get entering retirement people who are saving up for 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 college people mm-hmm. who have just had kids people who are our age who are not quite at the stage for kids but they're you know and who can't quite trust our careers right or our economy right right something interesting relationship with debt millennials and their relationship with debt yeah mm. we have so much debt we have we have we just feel like what's another thousand dollars on a credit card right mm. right that might be something yeah yeah, yeah. or 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 <sighs> or the topic. i want yeah. the instantaneous gratification and i'm not saying you can't have that but you have to put it in the percentage of you have to put it in the wants and so you 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 have a you have that instantaneous gratification but it's limited and so, you know, um, and if you find that you are having problems staying in that, then that's where we go deeper. We dive deeper and, and you get mm-hmm. either uh, you get a, a financial guidance, you know, a counselor or a coach. And it used to cause me like 
actual physical anxiety to order sodas with my meal at restaurants because like in college and in the years after college when you're still poor like yeah my meal is eight dollars and the soda's three right why am i gonna pay three dollars <laughs> i saw a stat that people spend you know i don't remember the exact thing like 13 percent of their earnings mm -hmm. a year on drinks at restaurants and i, 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 I just, absolutely believe it yeah i, I that, that was staggering to me and i thought you know time is time is money and so what what would you rather be spending it's clearly that on? Not including alcohol, because it's, it's way more than 13%. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, right, I was not including alcohol yeah. on that, that, that number. But like, when you're just there for dinner, right. not for drinks with friends, right? For dinner, you don't need a soda right. with your meal. Especially if you're only gonna drink one. If you can drink 12, fine. Like, fine. You're gonna get your money's worth. <laughs> but 12 sodas. She's promoting diabetes. Yeah. Right. But it's 30%. Right. Yeah. That's right. what you have to, it's a markup. It's, and soda for the restaurant industry is one of the cheapest things they have. Yeah. That, those like three months I worked at Dairy Queen back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> they were always like, well, if a customer's upset, like offer them a free soda because it costs us literally less than what the lid and the cup cost yeah. to give them a soda. Yeah. It's like, all right. And like, who, who wants a soda? <laughs> yeah, who's not happy with the free soda? Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, if you take that and you expand it to other things, that's, you know, that's a really valuable skill. If you see where you can make, you know, that's having that awareness. So what you just talked about there was awareness, mm -hmm. awareness of your spending habits. If it's just in that domain of restaurants, what that did is that gave you a freedom to make a decision in a different way. But yeah. if you didn't realize that you were spending that much. Yeah. You couldn't make a different decision. Right. You couldn't. You couldn't say, "I want to. I want to allocate that to a different area," right. because you don't. You're not aware of it. Well, right. The first step is awareness. Well, um, and the thought of keeping that in your mind by not choosing this, I'm giving myself the freedom to choose something else. Yes. Yes. Not. I'm limiting myself. Oh, I can't have a soda. Right. No. It's by not choosing this, I'm giving myself the freedom for something else right it's a positive we're going towards something remember the, the key here that i always guide everybody on is you want to go towards what what you want not the yes. behind like oh we can't have the soda you know lynn yeah. you, you just lynn and ashley man we didn't even talk about this and you guys are just <laughs> nailed it stellar examples so oh my goddamn soda <laughs> no more it'll help you with your diet <laughs> um so i have a life hack that um i didn't realize people didn't know this because I'm the oldest child. And so I used to be the one to go grocery shopping with my mom more often. Okay. Okay. And so when you're buying things um, and you're comparing prices, you shouldn't just be comparing prices for the overall box of Triscuits, right? On the corner of the price tag on the grocery store aisles is a measurement by the ounces. weight, the ounces. by the weight, price so per ounce, yeah. price per ounce. So sometimes it's pounds, sometimes it's ounces. You got to look at that little orange tag there mm -hmm. to say, is this a better deal or is that a better deal? Like, yes, this is a dollar more, but it's twice the size. Right. Well, and that. Then you got to ask yourself, do I even need these triscuits? Well, it depends on the flavor. And am I going to get a free soda with this? Right. Yeah. right. Is it buy one, get one free? Or with me, I have a Chex, I have a Chex chocolate oh. addiction, the gluten-free Chex. I, during this quarantine, I've, I've gone through 22 boxes of cereal. No, you have not. Yes. Yes, I have. I texted you back when Safeway had six 
cereals for four dollars or something. It was like it was like buy two get four free, and I was like, do you know this? (laughs) We went. Yeah, we went. I knew it. Buy two, take the rest of our inventory. We give zero bucks. We do not have toilet paper. Avoid the fiber, but take all of our cereal. Lynn Lynn came home and she's like, we have fourteen cereal boxes on top of our fridge. Is there really a reason for that? And I was like. Oh yes, it's good. <laughs> it's good. The I world is ending. These went from the wants close. to needs <laughs> immediately. Yes, yes. But but all jokes aside, it did not go from wants to needs. It it was still just a need. Okay. It was just always a need. Yeah. It was yeah. always a need. Well, now I need. know what to get you for like Christmas and stuff. Yeah. Please do not get me chocolate oh, chips. I'm gonna be getting yeah. you peanut butter. You know what I want? I want T bills. What are T bills? What? They're treasury bonds. Oh, I thought we were talking about cereal stuff. I thought we were talking about sex. <laughs> it's either sports or sex. So, you know. Everybody's faces in the room were they just looked Mr. at T. me and they were Everyone. like, Everyone, what? Are you what? Say, like, are, we really need to make this a bill. video Hold podcast. On. Yes, yeah, yeah. Treasure. T bills. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Ooh, what is the 10 year treasury yield oh right God. now? Ooh. I want some doubloons. Screw your what? T-bills. Mm. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> Spanish galleons. Oh, yeah. Again, still not sure what we're talking about. I don't either. Okay. Well, <laughs> if, if gold coins. If the world <laughs> pirates. If the world oh, have is you ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean? No. That's Come right. on. Okay. I mean, I only part. watch movies that like increase that my knowledge in them. of That increased my knowledge of something. The world. Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was, that, that wow. Both of y'all just, good. y'all went somewhere else just yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I generally dislike movies and Katie made me watch one the other night and I kept telling her, I'm like, this is like the worst movie ever. And she's like, it doesn't matter. You just have to enjoy it. <laughs> no, okay. Not, well, okay. I think we're going to need some no, context for no. that. Like that seems. I was like, you have to just know what it is. Like, it wasn't good knowing it's that you're not, not going to be a good it's not pride and prejudice is, is yeah. that like the tv show where you you, you bl- the blind date one where you you don't it, it's awful it's like a train wreck but you can't stop watching or oh, they're in the room and there's uh, no. yeah yeah is that the one love is blind yeah something. love is blind yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. we're getting off topic okay oh, yeah. sorry 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 it's gonna be a lot of editing okay sorry sorry buddy thanks man we're calling Bye. it we're calling it all right see ya <laughs> We've laughed, we've cried, we've given our advice, we've given advice, now go forth and live with pride, yeah, live with pride, yeah, oh. Ow. Oh, dog.